When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, <laughs> presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's my guy, Big Dave. He's on Twitter at Bow BWL Sports. And Will the Goat Gottlieb down at the end. He's on Twitter at Woke Gottlieb. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Hanging out back in the studio. Uh. We were last back in the studio on draft night. And I don't know why, but that feels like a year ago already. You're kind of right. <laughs> so much has happened. The end of the NBA Finals and the actual NBA season into draft and free agency, all ha- they packed so much into yeah. such a short amount of time they that did. it feels like a freaking lifetime. It did, and it was, but it was so much fun. It was. Honestly, just sitting here, it, it, in my head, it's just me talking. It felt like 10 minutes, but I know it wasn't. I know I, it was like I feel like we were hours. in our element. Yes, yes. That yes. was just, that was glorious. It, it was. was. Thank you all for sitting through us. I know we had some technical difficulties, mm-hmm. but we were like, we were doing really well on, on viewership. That was, that was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you guys for Yeah, I mean, we had, like, you know, us. 500 or so Bulls fans hanging out with us throughout draft night. And then yeah. our pal Mark K joined us for a draft recap show yeah. late Thursday night. That was awesome. Um, and then also on our podcast feed... Yesterday, we had an awesome conversation with Keith Smith. The legend. Uh, the legend who does stuff for Spot Rack, who does stuff for the NBA Front Office show on YouTube, who kind of broke down and talked through with us every nook and cranny of NBA cap rules, mm-hmm. uh, where the Bulls sit as a team financially coming into this offseason, all of the terms and techno- uh, technological jargon from an NBA cap and front office standpoint, the Bulls fans should know as we get to this part of the calendar year because y'all know what happens Thursday? What's that, Matthew? Free agency starts! Yes! What? What? (laughs) The draft was last Thursday. (laughs) Now the next Thursday, we're going to have a free agency starting. Yeah. In two days. It's my favorite. So much. What does it rank for you? Because I know you, you love the draft. You love it. But where does free agency work then? Well... For you normal people who keep the world going, <laughs> those of us who dare to be different and dream of <laughs> big free agent opportunities, it's very exciting to me. I would say I like the draft a little bit more, but okay. last year free agency was pretty lit for the Bulls. It so, was. Um, it was. We'll see. We'll see from, what they got up their sleeves. From the first minute, <laughs> it was on point for the Chicago Bulls. So I love free I love it. It's my time where all my, I send all my friends everything that's happening. So they always act like I'm Woj or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, it's as right long as you're internet. the first one to text the group chat. Yeah, I'm always in. I always am, man. I'll so. say this though, like, I think we probably can all agree on this. Like, when you develop homegrown players, young players, it's probably you have like more of an emotional connection to them. Mm. Whereas big free agents that come in, you're like, hell yeah, we just got an awesome player. But right. yeah. there's not that connection there. So I think for me, I do prefer the draft slightly in that way. But mm-hmm. like I said, I mean. Lonzo, Caruso, DeMar last year. How could you not love free agency? Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Sign and trade is my new favorite thing. <laughs> um, so in case you all missed that 
silly little reference that we'll toss in there. We are going to touch at the beginning of today's show on some of the big news with big names in NBA on the cusp of free agency that dropped yesterday. Uh, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook, John Wall, those big three names, all newsworthy. And then on the back end of the show, we'll talk about what we saw at the Advocate Center yesterday, which was the introductory press conference for the newest bull, yeah. the Rook, yeah. Dalen Terry, who we all watched the Bulls take with the 18th overall pick in the NBA draft last Thursday night. We didn't talk about that yesterday because we were talking to Keith Smith yesterday. Um, all right, so which, which one do you guys want to start with? Oh, well, let's start with Russ. Okay. I want to start with Russ. That's a simple one. Yeah. Opted into $47 yeah. million to yes. stay with the Lakers. Congratulations. Because, duh. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Collecting another big, fat paycheck to be a god-awful fit next to an aging LeBron James. Listen, man. Mwah, chef's kiss. Congratulations on getting that money for Russell Westbrook. I, I am always for any player in any sport getting their money, period and point blank. So $47 million is absolutely wild, and I'm excited that he's going to get it. I'm excited he's going to have it. He opted in because he's a very smart individual. I mean, he might nobody's a math whiz out here, but we know what $47 million is if you sign your name here. You get this. So congratulations to him for that. Matt is right, though. It's, it's going to be kind of crazy to watch because we saw what it looked like last year. Wow, that that didn't look great on the floor. I, yeah, I almost like commend him for doing it. It's like when it comes down to it, the decision is not that hard. You get yeah. $47 million to say yes to something. Right. But he was like abused by the Lakers fans. He was. And like, man. I'm happy to see the Lakers suffer, but it sucks when I kind of went on a Twitter rant about this this morning, but it just it sucks when players who are like franchise icons like Russ in OKC, he gets extended a max offer and becomes now like immediately goes from franchise icon to like albatross contract mm. that they can't get rid of. They have to dump picks and then just bounces around team to team. It's like he has to decide between the two of those. It just seems like kind of a broken system, but mm. I'm glad he took the money. He obviously made the right call for himself. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, it was, I would say, not like the craziest decision that in, Pretty in logical. a way that some, some people might I mean, make you believe that. Yeah. You Russ know, wasn't just getting your, clowned by money is a crazy idea. <laughs> he was getting clowned by Kings fans last yeah, this past season. He was. He was. That is that I don't know if it's rock bottom, but it's sure as hell close. I think it's, if you're getting mocked by Kings fans. Not the Kongs. I think a lot of it had to do with the uniform he was wearing. You know, it was just a Lakers fan. Like like Will just said, he doesn't mind seeing the Lakers suffer. Your your hatred of the Lakers is oh, all documented. Lakers so. can go to hell. <laughs> so it is. Joey, do you not like the Lakers either? Um, no, not since LeBron joined the team. But oh, wow. before that, I didn't hate them as much. Okay, I, they hadn't been that good for yeah. You, you were know. you were watching an aging Kobe with bad pieces around him. Well, probably. I saw I saw Kobe win. You know the last two cha championships. But like they were bad for a long time before the LeBron made them relevant again. So my hatred isn't like dialed all the way up to the max. Mm. Right. Yeah, I just don't really care. But <laughs> no, it's hey. funny because they are just like the most freakish fans. They are. They, they are. are fanatics. And so watching them lose their minds is I entertaining. Think, and I think it's also because every year they they say they're getting everyone, whoever else a free agent. Yeah. When, when it started, it was that. They, they and Knicks fans have that in yes, common. that is true. That is true. <laughs> but Russ, man, congratulations getting your money. I really do hope he plays better because I've always really, really liked Russell Westbrook. In his game, man. I hope they figure something out because I don't want to see him look like that on the floor every night. All right. 
now we're talking about John Wall or Kyrie. John Wall. <laughs> so John Wall. I'm avoiding this as long as I can. <laughs> a buyout with the Rockets, uh-huh. which I think everybody thought was coming. Yeah. We were just discussing off air, hanging out here earlier today, how the Rockets basically told John Wall, "Go do whatever you want. We're not going to make you play. We're rebuilding and tanking. Right. This is a team with a bunch of young guys on it. We want them to play, but also want them to lose. Right. So. Interesting fit. Obviously, it cannot be official yet, but Woj reported that there's basically already a deal in the works that after this buyout with Houston, that John Wall is on his way to L.A., Mm -hmm. but not to the Lakers. He's going to go play with Kawhi and PG Mm -hmm. and the Clippers. Mm -hmm. Fascinating Mm -hmm. if John Wall is actually still a basketball player with body parts that move. I think that's the thing because everybody's like, wow, this sounds great. This is a great move and, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm like, that was my first thought. Wait, can he play, though? Like, is he still the same kind of guy that we remember? Right. Because they showed his stats from when he, you know, last played. It was like 20 and 10. Right. Which is awesome. You know what I mean? But I'm like, bro, it's, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on the floor. Dirk Nowitzki has played more games. I saw in that. In the last few years than, than. Since 2019. Yes, than John Wall. That's, Actually, no, I think it goes back to 2017. 2017. Dirk Nowitzki right. has yeah. played more games from 2017 to the present than John Wall. Yeah. Dirk retired in 2019. <laughs> right, right. John Wall signed a new contract in 2019. And a fat one. And, Yikes. But, man, yeah, so that's. Another yeah. example, though, of just guys who are the man in D.C. and yeah. then just gets dumped around. I mean, good for him for – I think they only shaved, like, $6 million off his deal. So he's getting paid $41 million from the Rockets yeah. on top of whatever he signs for with the, uh, with the Clippers. So, yeah, he's had a couple of years basically off. He played 40 games in 2020-2021 and averaged 21-7, and seven, which is obviously really good, but – you know that was on a pretty sorry Rockets team that wasn't competing for much. So we'll see, we'll see uh, how he looks next to Kawhi and PG. But good for him, man. Yeah. How do you think? How do you think about that fit though? Playing playing with the Clippers just on paper. Yeah, they seem like they've been kind of searching for a point guard. Like Reggie Jackson was kind of had moments, yeah. but like they kind of need somebody. They've gone very much all in on the like six eight wings who can switch one through five. Yeah. And that's kind of sacrificed somebody who can be a floor general. And Wall was really, really good at that. He relied heavily on athleticism and speed, which probably isn't there as much as it used to be after the Achilles injury. But he's still a really, really fantastic passer, so I'm sure he helps them a lot. At the very least, like, all those guys are going to probably play only 40 games most, so they can pick and choose. Yeah, good point. Uh, I see in the comments, shout-out to our Bulls Nation fans tuning in from Korea. Shout-out to you. Whatever time it is over there. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it's so hard for me to picture what John Wall going to the Clippers – does because that Clippers team since Kawhi and, and PG to, like teamed up similarly kind of to KD and Kyrie and Brooklyn never really been on the same page health wise mm-hmm. ready to play and contribute wise um and, and John Wall it's like foreign to me the the all NBA caliber guard that John Wall once was like in my mind now when I'm picturing John Wall I picture like David Duchovny's character from Zoolander, right? Like a dude who was once at the apex of his profession, and now he's just like fat and got a receding hairline and gray scattered hair and like his hands in a glass jar. Like that's what I picture when I think of John Wall right now. So I have no idea if this is going to make the Clippers more legitimate or not. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Wow. I mean, damn. He's only 32. Yeah. (laughs) I know he ain't played in some years, but man. 
he I think he can still contribute, you know what I'm saying, for the team. I think he can still do that. And kind of like uh what what Will said, like I don't I don't think they're asking him to be a 20 and 10 dude out there. He's just gonna be a point guard. Hey, Kawhi, here's the basketball. Hey, Paul George, here's the basketball. And oh, the shot is open. Okay, I will take the shot. Like I think that's what his dynamic will be. They're quietly incredibly deep now, too. Mm. Their roster is Paul George, Kawhi, Norm Powell, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard, Robert Covington, Reggie Jackson, and John Wall. And that's not even to mention some of their deeper bench guys, yeah. uh, plus Zubats, Terrence Mann. Uh, and there's some implications on the Bulls here who are potentially going to go after a couple of their free agents, both restricted and unrestricted. So they've right. got a very good team. I mean, they were a couple bounces away from the Western Conference Finals two years ago. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi had been healthy, that's a big if with them. It's mm-hmm. just health. So the, the name that's good. Yeah, the name that I know is on your mind is probably on lots of Bulls fans' minds is their backup big man, Isaiah Hartenstein, um, who might now not be affordable for the Clippers mm. because of John Wall coming in and yeah. taking what I think is going to end up being most of the exception that they had to bring him in, which they now can't use on, on Isaiah Hartenstein. So as Bulls fans are continuing to look for depth at that front court position, especially after not drafting a big mm-hmm. last Thursday night, that name being maybe at the top of people's lists. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they've that. got uh, their taxpayer mid-level. So as we talked about yesterday with Keith, the Bulls have a non-taxpayer taxpayer mid-level, which is about $10.3 million. Mm. Clippers only have the taxpayer, which is about six point three. Mm. So assuming John Wall goes into some of that, they're looking at potentially losing not just Hartenstein, but also Nick Batum, mm-hmm. potentially Amir Coffey, who are both pretty high on my list of potential free agent targets. Which yeah, well, we talked about Batum already. Yeah. yeah. And Batum seems like he wants to stay, but he might not be able to because of yeah. the money. And they'll have early bird rights on him, so they could bring him back if they aren't hard-capped, uh, but it just becomes difficult when, yeah. I mean, the benefit of having an owner who, who is willing to spend whatever is <laughs> yeah. just like the ultimate competitive advantage. My gosh. But I saw what the figures nice? were for the Clippers tax that will increase with Wall's arrival. Mm. Balmer does not give a rat's ass That's what about we were talking that about luxury heat, tax. Like, it's basically, you know, if he signs the full taxpayer, it's like $6 million. Yeah. But you have to multiply that by five. Yeah. Right, right. right. So must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Been in the luxury Just tax. throwing money around that, that luxury One time tax. in franchise history. How many must, times? Must be nice. One time. <laughs> Just one. Just one time. Almost man. twice, but Hi guys. almost. Almost doesn't Are you count watching? It's almost twice, man. Are you watching? Hi, guys. We're talking about you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you very much for this wonderful team that we have right here. Pay the luxury tax. <laughs> Let's go, man. We got to get to this. Can what? we get to this? Can we get to this? What, Kyrie? Yes. Can we get to this? Let's get this over with. I have very little to say. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, well, In what way <laughs> are you some, you know, path-setting, dare-to-be-different individual, Kyrie? You bitch and moan about everything. You take all of the wrong stands, and you're daring to be different by picking 36 million instead of 6 million because you took one quick look around and decided that nobody wanted your pain in the ass ass. All the way out of here. F all the way out of here, Kyrie. Good luck, Kevin Durant. I don't know why you tied yourself as a friend and teammate to this guy. I got nothing against KD. Good luck with all that. 
What a shit show. All right. <laughs> That's what I was waiting on from young Matthew Peck. I'm glad you were here to experience that live, Will. Yeah, me <laughs> glad too. Glad you see that. Me too. Right there. But he's right. I mean, this whole situation has just been chaos from day one. If you think about where the Nets have been the last three years, mm-hmm. you get Kyrie and Kevin Durant one summer. Kevin Durant misses an entire year with the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Then you trade everything for James Harden, who plays like 50 games for you. You trade him then for Ben Simmons, who hasn't played a game. <laughs> You maybe lose Kyrie. Kyrie's got the whole vaccine thing, barely plays last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been such a disaster. After this team, like, put together a really cool young core and developed, like, D'Angelo Russell and Jared Allen and Karis yeah. LeVert and all these players, it's just absolute chaos over there. And yeah. it's just, I mean, the NBA is the ultimate soap opera, it right? Is. So it it's is. it's fun to watch from this standpoint. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And, yeah, I mean, Kyrie, come on. Yeah, I believe Harden... Kyrie and Katie played a total of 19 games together. That's like the biggest what if in <laughs> right. and, and their record, wild. I think, was like, what, 16 and 3? or Like, it was really yeah, good. It was good. But all three they're of them good. played, turns out that was a really good team. Yeah, seems like it. And, and, you know, Ben Simmons hasn't played one game yet with them at all, so we don't know how that's going to work. The Nets are so wild because it feels like they, they really swing for the fences every like year and I appreciate two. that. And I do too, but they take the wrong, wrong swing yeah. every single time. The first time, you know, when they went and got uh, Garnett and Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce and, and Gerald Wallace. Thank you. Yep. And it was like, well, that's not going to be who you think it and, is. And you know half I mean? a Bulls roster beat them in the first <laughs> yes, round. Yep. Shout out Joe Shout Keem. out Joe Ugh, right game there. Yeah. God, that was a great game. <laughs> so they all, they're always swinging and trying to, you know, be, make that big splash. Right. And I saw someone on Twitter say this. They said the Nets are a lot more like the Knicks than they'd like to admit. Mm. And damn it, that is kind of true. <laughs> it's kind of true. Right. It's true, except for they've actually gotten the free agents. They have. They have. But the, the, the show but that's going cost? on. And yet, yeah. also, despite the laughing stock that is the Knicks, like I know they, you know, bounced back in a big way last last season with the four seed and then lost the first. Right. There's, I mean, I feel like Knicks fans to Brooklyn Nets fans in that city. Still 10 to 1, yeah. 15 to 1. Yeah. Knicks fans are depressed. Yeah. Some of them might be clinically insane, yeah. <laughs> but there are hordes of them. And I feel like most of the city of New York does not give two shits about the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, none. They don't care anything about the Brooklyn Nets. They hung a banner for a series of concerts. <laughs> they're still, they're that still is real. In New Jersey. They're still in New Jersey to them, man. And shout out Darius for catching my reference. Shout out to you, Darius. I appreciate you, brother. But yes, man. The Nets are wild. Kyrie, congratulations on getting your money. You got your 36 mil and all that. Oh, but man. By the way, this does not <laughs> rule out a trade. Like, they couldn't find a sign-and-trade partner. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean a trade won't happen. So I, I still think there could be more cast to come. So you think- Obviously, he was not going to opt out and go sign for the – Six the million. Six million non well, taxpayers. Some people hypothesizing that, hey, maybe he will just turn down 30, uh, you know, or, you know, accept missing out on 30 million and take six instead of 36 because no. he was willing to lose all of that salary by not getting vaccinated this past season. Well, yeah, that's different because I could recoup that by signing back to the 36 million. So I think that was in also in the back of his head. But, you know, you're not going to turn that down for the main reason. Who knows when he'll get that again? You know, who well, knows when he'll he get 36 seems, mil. Don't you believe Kyrie, Dave, when he's told us he doesn't care about the money? Because, you know, he's such an honest guy. He's just daring to be different. 
He doesn't care about the money. He's just daring to be different, bringing all of the rest of us simpletons into the future, I also, according to his Twitter. It's just so funny that what he, a keeps, dumbass. he keeps digging himself into deeper holes. Like, he could just stop at any point, but he keeps going. He keeps digging. <laughs> you got to dare to be different, Will. You got to dare to be different. Let him go, Will. Oh, my <laughs> God. Here's, here's what annoys me is that he, he doesn't even play. Like, yeah. we've spent so much time talking about this guy. It took him three years to play 80 games. Like, mm. Goatlieb, if you were running to Brazil every other week, like, we wouldn't flex. You would no longer be employed here. You're not, like, it doesn't matter how good you are well, at talking we'll about the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just. Get a wheel. It's just Get a so, wheel. It's I've got all so the frustrating. <laughs> I'm opting into my $36 million contract with CHGO. Sorry, guys. Even before the vaccine stuff, like he played 20 games in 2019. Like no, the guy totally just right. doesn't play. And yeah. he's like probably one of the most talented players in the league, just from like no a pure talent standpoint. No question. But like, it's just, it's crazy to think like, what his career would be if he just played or yeah. if he just wasn't like insane or <laughs> the opposite of if LeBron didn't go to the Cavs and he just yeah. like was there by himself. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you. I don't think it's ruled out that he's just going to stay there. Like I think that's still on the table because who knows, you know, it's anything can happen, man. Like it's the NBA is so chaotic and nothing can be planned. Right. Man. So who knows? We but still don't know. What and we're just about to get to the craziest part of the NBA calendar. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. spite of all that talent, there's still no market for him. No team was willing to give up assets to go get him. So, except the Lakers. Except the Lakers, <laughs> but they didn't have <laughs> any assets to give. Yes, a correct. huge risk to take when, as Joey was talking about, as we've discussed, you don't know how many games you're getting out of that guy. You yeah. cannot rely on And what impact on he has 70 on games out of that not guy. just the floor, but everything else that goes on in the locker room. Right. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow he'll decide that he's actually a unicorn and decide, yeah, I want to go live on a rainbow somewhere. But, oh, you know, but, but the rainbow is flat, just like the world is. You see why I saved it for last? Dumbass. <laughs> That's why I saved it for last. <laughs> One more time, dumbass. <laughs> All right, you guys want to talk about Dalen Terry now? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, before we get to Dalen Terry and his introductory press conference from yesterday, shout out to our friends at PointsBet. We just got some new PointsBet swag in the we office did. today. We did. We got yes. hats, we got shirts, we got like lightweight hoodies Ooh. that look like they're going to be perfect for Chicago fall. That's some lightweight hoodies? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I snagged one. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I did. Oh. Go, go ask our, our guy, Jake. All right. We'll have a talk. I will mm -hmm. be. Oh, he also brought me a shirt for you. Uh, not points bet. Not points bet. Derek Rose shirt he brought. Oh. Um, all right. I'm just getting all that. Anyway. Yeah, I'm just coming in and collecting. The best like way it. to support CHGO is to download that points Stick bet app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, <laughs> that's right. You're going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. <laughs> But that's not it. If you make a $50 more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Speaking of that, content will free agency primer. Drop it tomorrow morning. First thing. Check it out. Do that's 2,000 free bets, free CHGO membership, free shirt from the CHGO locker, all for just making a $50 more first-time deposit at PointsBet. And you want to do that anyway. Yeah, you do. Plus, it's your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite team priming for a comeback? With the Cubs and Sox, they're a good odds because they're probably pay playing from behind. <laughs> Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. 
More live betting, more live markets, faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the action live all game long. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Will the thrill tell them what to do? Live your bet life. Oh, what? Oh, we flipped it up on them today. I like this. (laughs) I was not expecting that. It was not. Oh, my gosh, man. Also, just want to point out real quickly, we are officially under 250 followers away from 4,000. Ooh. What happens, what happens when we reach 4,000? Yes. Oh, nothing. I, I have something no, special nothing for happens. my man right here. They call Matthew Peck a feast. It's like a vegetable from an alien planet. Oh, you're, you're going to love it. Well, I recognize it as food. All what I'm going to tell you is this, What if you Matt? just eat it and love it? Yeah, all I'm going to tell you is this. Trust me. <laughs> what if you turn into a trust vegetarian me. after this? Trust me. Just trust me. Just trust your boy. What, what if I boy. what if I become a flat earther after this? Well, I, I suppose anything is possible. Just trust. I won't put you out there like that. Just trust me. I got you. But it's going to be some healthy stuff. I trust you with almost everything, Big Dave. And this is one of the oh, this is one of the things. I don't I don't know about this. This is one of the things. I don't but know I'm just saying, I got you. Okay. I got you, man. You'll enjoy it. I can okay. say that. You'll enjoy it. And you might even say, "Damn, that's good," and I like it. Yeah, you might. You might. It's a possibility. I'll bring you one, too, because you'll like it. I I'll know definitely you like, like it. it. You'll enjoy it. But, yes, I got you, man. I got you, man. Cool. Come on, people. Get these follows up on CAGO Bulls Twitter account so we can see this man right here be more healthier and live an extra year longer than he's <laughs> trying to. All right? Let's do that for this man right here. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Live hard and leave a sexy corpse, Dave. That's how it goes. <laughs> Um, all right. Dale Terry's introductory press conference yesterday at the Advocate Center. Yes. He's there. His family and support system is there. Yes. AK's there. Billy Donovan is there. Flex. And, of course, the media was there. Our guy, Will, was there. He was there. Asking Dale Terry some questions. He was. Um, it's just so cool to just hear Will's voice when we're doing these press conferences. I'm yeah. like, hey, that's our friend Will. Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> Credentialed reporter, Will the Goat Golly. He's in there. Like Had a nice well. chat with AK that's, yesterday. That's why I have the $36 million player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Picking that option up, up baby. Um, okay, so I uh, just kind of want to cover all of the big um, highlights from that co- press conference yesterday um, and why it is that this team selected Dale and Terry. First thing to me that stuck out was how much Billy Donovan and Arturis like his versatility yeah that is the magic word that seemed like the word of the day yesterday Mm -hmm. and it seems to be what they're trying to build with this roster Mm -hmm. um ak said he's got a high motor and he's an energy guy six seven seven one wingspan obviously uh good defender versatile guy billy donovan talked about the fact that they've got guys like lonzo and caruso who can play multiple positions Mm -hmm. one through even four if you're caruso and that they believe that Dalen Terry is capable of doing exactly that at the NBA level. Yeah, and, and I think he is too. Um, he's 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 going to be solid. That's the word I keep coming back to when I look at him and I think about him. Is solid, man. I think guys like and I I think you're going to love him personally. <laughs> like I think you're going to oh, love, love 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 this dude because before his game and before all the strengths and weaknesses stand out to me, what stands out to me is his heart. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first thing that jumps out and leaps off 
out at me is how this dude prepares, how much he wants to play, how much he embraces this thing. And it just, you can see it. It radiates off of him. And y'all know how many times I've sat here and talked about having a guy like that on the Chicago Bulls because their identity right now is everybody's nice. You know, everybody's cool. You know what I mean? Everybody's laid back, which is fine. But you need that energy guy. You have to have that goon type of mentality guy on your team to come out there and kind of set that tone. Now, I don't know if he'll do it this year because he's a rookie. But that's who he is, all right? This is exactly who this player is right here, man. That's his mentality in the same vein of a Joe Kim Noah, in the same vein of a Bobby Portis. He's got that kind of mentality, man. So I just can't wait to see him get acclimated and then, and then it kind of rub off on certain players. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he's going to be that one that hypes up the crowd, you know what I mean, It gets them going with that defensive play, you know, slamming on the floor, you know what I mean, getting those blocks, you know, a great passer, you know what I'm saying, also on those, and that, at that type of level. So I just I can't wait to see more of that. So hearing Billy and AK say those things, and I also heard AK when he was on the, on the score also said that he loved him because he plays with no fear. Mm-hmm. And that is a fact. He has no fear in his game, man. He just wants to get out there and play and win. And right. that's the mentality you want. I'm glad you said that because to me that was like probably the thing that the Bulls – missed the most in the playoffs Mm -hmm. was like quite honestly they were afraid they were scared of the moment Mm. they were fearing the deer if you were fearing Mm -hmm. the deer they were hate that i I think that Mm. contributed to the fact that they went like i was just looking this up i think they went like 52 of 184 on threes in the series like 28 percent that that checked like vu shot 100 (laughs) if you if you are afraid of the moment you're gonna miss your shots yeah if you aren't like ready to go you're not gonna defend at a high level and like we talked about this the night of, and sometimes I get like, you know, I'm just like reacting off the cuff, but like, I can, I continue to believe what I said that night, which is that like, I don't care if he's like duplicative of IO's skill set. Like mm-hmm. you play five guys who are six, seven, who can switch, who are enthusiastic, who run around and play defense and pass the ball. Like that's what you want in today's yes. NBA. Why would yes. you not want to collect more of those Boston guys? Boston Celtics much? Hello. I mean, exactly. Hello. Like, this is this is how you win basketball games. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's a little thin. He'll need to put on some muscle. Yes. But it's also, it reminds me of Jimmy a little bit because work ethic is a skill. Yes. If you If you work as hard as it seems like Dale and Terry is going to work, you will get better. Mm-hmm. And I think he, like, the shooting is definitely a problem, but – because of how hard I think he's going to work, his motor, his energy, the way he's going to challenge guys in practice. Like, mm-hmm. I really do believe he's going to get better. He's going to get bigger. And w- when he does, you can't have enough of those guys. You can't. You, you got to have. And, and one other thing that I really, really liked about him, when I saw that he got the number 25, the first person pops in my head is, is Ben Wilson. First person I thought of was you because I knew you would think that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was, that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, that's a Ben Wilson number. I wonder if he knows that. And then I see him doing an interview with the Chicago Bulls, and they asked him about the 25, and mm-hmm. he said, yeah, I'm wearing it because of Benji Wilson at Simeon because he said my uncle played. Told him about it. Told him about it, but he also played with him right. and was one of his best friends. I saw that. I was like, okay, show me the wall. Mm-hmm. We can run through it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you understand. Like, that means something here in Chicago. You know what I mean? And so you understand that, and you grasp that, and you're embracing that. Yeah. And then he also said, because I'm also Arizona Wildcat, Steve Kerr wore 25. Boom. 
okay, yeah, give me this kid. Let's run through this wall together now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. That Knowing your history and that kind of thing just makes me even more excited for this young kid. Loved that. Yeah. Loved his answers of why he chose 25. Yeah. And it represents, like you said, a, a dude who's absolutely ready and perfect to be here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And Will, to your point about that work ethic uh, that, that we all believe Dale and Terry has. Uh, Joey, do you have that specific quote from Billy during the press conference yesterday? Uh, this is it, and, and what stood out to him, to Billy, about Dale and Terry while they were looking at him. His energy, his enthusiasm, his eagerness to want to learn and get better and grow. And if you talk to anybody about Dale the thing that comes out loud and clear is his passion and competitiveness mm. to want to win. Mm. Um, so there it is, Billy talking a little bit about the intangibles. Uh, of this young man yeah. and then you know he said oh and by on top of that like his length is uh, like everything about his game is great but mm-hmm. it's this this is what sticks out out of the gate yeah and I think on top of that like he talked about this story where for his 10th birthday he had a three on, he like had his mom set up a three-on-three tournament right with his friends Yo, and boy. he was what like joking you? about his, how his mom gave him all the calls <laughs> yes, that right day. Yes. she officiated the games exactly and it's just like you can tell how much he loves basketball. Mm-hmm. And again, when you combine that with the work ethic, and not to say that like Patrick or I or any of, the, any of the players on the Bulls don't love basketball. I'm sure they all do. But his passion for the game really radiates. And I just think when you combine that with work ethic, mm-hmm. th- you're just going to get better. And he's got tools. He's got really good intangibles. He's already a really smart player. Like You don't yeah. become a really good passer and defender without understanding the game and angles mm-hmm. and he's 20 years old like he's going to get better i really believe yeah. that so. yeah and this is another one of my favorite quotes of his speaking of that this he so this is sort of the back end of his answer about why did you ask your mom for a basketball tournament for your birthday and he said i love basketball since i was born honestly i breathe sleep cry everything <laughs> basketball Reminds and me i myself. love that he used yeah. the verb cry and threw it in there because everybody you know i eat sleep drink play whatever sport basketball and he's like no I cry and i'm like cool i can relate to that yeah. because even as a fan cry absolutely rage crying sad <laughs> crying sometimes if we're lucky happy crying tears are definitely involved i, I love that my man said rage crying so <laughs> yeah tears of rage you ever get so team. worked up that you just like your tear ducts you're like oh my god something's Look, happening man, heart attacks of relief and <laughs> tears of rage are, are something that's going down with my man matt peck that man that is amazing but yet he's that kind of guy you know what i'm saying and i've craved that for the chicago bulls and i've Truly. needed that so so much and you said another important thing will like about him pitting on weight that's the other thing he's definitely going to have to do, which is why I said he might not do all of that this season because that's going to have to happen because he's going to get worked in those pick and rolls and when they're doing those switches out there because he's, you know, not big enough yet. You know what I mean? But his heart and the way he participates is going to get him through a lot, you know what I mean, this rookie season. But once he combines that weight with that, once he gets that strength with that, and also combined with that competitiveness that he has, that dude is, is violently competitive, man. He likes to compete. He wants to win. I love that because you're combining that with Ayo. See, I think I'm think of him and Ayo when I think of these guys now, like because Ayo has that same kind of thing, you know, about him. He's just quiet. He's a little more quiet about it. Man, them two dudes getting together, those guys coming off the bench with that kind of energy, kind of like a fire and ice kind of thing. 
I'm just, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just, I'm just excited for what this team can be because we haven't been used to developing, you know, young talent here in Chicago for a minute. Just ever. The, uh, <laughs> the other thing I want to say is like about whether he gets a role and yeah. like, will he play? You, you kind of mentioned, um, I think for me, it just comes down to like, if he's good enough, he'll play. Yeah. Right. Period point blank. He yeah. will play if he's good enough. And if he doesn't, Maybe it's because he's not good enough. Maybe it's because the Bulls got better in other ways. Mm. So, again, to me, you want to build your roster a certain way, and we'll, we'll get into, like, what AK said about their roster construction and, like, what it is that they're kind of going for. And in year three now, we're starting to get an idea of what that vision is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, and, and part of the reason why I like this pick is, as I said earlier, in this NBA, you need guys that can dribble past shoot, that are six seven, six eight, who can defend multiple positions, and who get out in transition. And he does almost all of those things. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing that he doesn't do, it's the shooting part. But that's mm-hmm. the easiest part to learn. So, yeah. goat. I saw. I saw he actually mentioned this guy in one of his answers. But he's got a little Herb Jones in his game to me. Mm. Like that's what I. That would be like a not a best case scenario, but maybe in year one, like that type of contribution switchable basically the same measurements um reminds me more of that type of defender than when i think right after the draft and people were kind of upset because they were like this is another caruso it's another guard he's a lot bigger like yeah. this is a big but wing even defender still, like but he could switch and, and guard you want right a lot of bigger guys right. like that who can switch and everything and i'll say on top like first of all herb jones was like first or second team all defense as a rookie mm-hmm. like he is unbelievable defender and if you get anything like that that would be amazing yeah. but for me if he can get a shot, his shot to like a respectable 35, 36%, now you're looking at a guy who isn't just a, a standstill spot up shooter. He's also coming off screens, making plays, making back cut passes. Like there's so much more he can do on the offensive end um, mm-hmm. that I think gives him a little bit more upside and room to grow in terms of like offensive creation. I don't think he's going to like you know, run a ton of pick and roll, put pressure on the rim. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's got some room to grow uh, just beyond being a standstill spot-up corner shooter. Mm-hmm. And real quick, the one one more thing that I really love, mm-hmm. when AK, when they were asking AK about him and why they chose him, he said when he came to work out for us during that draft camp, he was the loudest dude on the court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that answer, man. Which is great because when Caruso got hurt and Lonzo got hurt, Communication on that court, especially in transition and defense. Hush. Woo! <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. Um, I also love, love, love a couple of tweets that we've seen from Dale and Terry since he's joined the Bulls yes. fans follow yes. crew. True. Uh, Joey, do we have the screenshots of those tweets from Dale over the last day or so? So this one. Hey, I watched The Last Dance about 30 times since the draft. When I walked into the facility, I was feeling like Mike. Okay, highly doubt that he could fit 30 viewings of the full Last Dance documentary between draft night Thursday and today, or last night, whenever that tweet came out. Because trust me, I've definitely binged that multiple times. Yes. It takes quite a while. Quite a while. It's, you know, 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Each episode's like close, you know, somewhere between an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. What if he just had it on and was doing other things, though? At the same could time? be. But I love that, and I love the fact that he enjoys what that means, yes, being right. there. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, back down, it was the Birdo Center. No one told Dale and Terry. It's not the Advocate Center. It's not the same building. <laughs> Don't tell um, me. And then the one about him putting his jersey on for the first time. Mm. 
Uh, it feels way different from the ones you get in the stores. I got chills when I put that jersey on, man. Sometimes you forget, especially as you as a sports fan age into becoming middle-aged and older than the average professional athlete, and certainly older than rookies making their way into the league sure, for the sure. first year, how much it does actually blow their minds where they are and what's happening with them in their life. Yeah. You put a jersey on and you're like, oh, holy crap, I'm a Chicago Bull. <laughs> yeah. That's got to feel, feel like one of the coolest feelings in the world. Dude. And I love that it freaked him out like that. Yes, yes. It just it gives right you on. that kind of joy because we've done that many a time. Oh, you my know God. What I'm like, we've done we that geek out all the time. All the time. We geek <laughs> I, out and freak out on I things. I was so, so yes. curious to see if Peck was going to read no cap word for word, and he did not. Oh. He, he skipped over it. <laughs> I didn't think he I'm was going to. He's a professional. He yeah, I'm a say, professional. I'm not someone who's just going to reappropriate nope. things. Yeah. You don't want to hear him say it. You know what I'm I, at least I don't. No yeah. cap, young man. <laughs> yeah. Guys, no, no not cap. me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so true. Here's, here's a flex for you. Uh-oh. Um, like, whenever I'm going to Bulls games, like, beforehand, I just go and I sit, like, first row behind the rim, mm-hmm. and I just kind of, like, soak it in for a few minutes because, like, this is – this is like incredible opportunity and experience. Yeah. Like I, I just, I really appreciate it when people like clearly, you know, have gratitude and appreciation for what cool things happen to them. Yeah, I just, I, I love that. It I is. Love that. No, we, yeah. we do that often when we sat uh, at those seats, when we saw the Minnesota game. Oh yeah. Uh, when we sat basically right behind Adam Amin and Stacey King, like we, we geeked out about that moment. You know what I mean? Just being that close uh, to it. So yeah, like I, to hear somebody else doing that who's actually going to be playing for the team that we're going to be rooting for and crying tears of rage for. <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be great. You know what I mean? It's just – it's great. It's just honestly great to hear and see. And I can't, can't wait to watch them in the summer league, man. I'm excited to see. Yeah. I mean, the more I hear and see from this young man, the more I am stoked yeah. that the Bulls took him. Yeah. Um, and the, a simple – Number three. Short answer uh, when he was asked what – you're most looking forward to about the rookie year mm-hmm. being on the team <laughs> winning that that was his full answer yep yep i love that being on the team and winning you uh, see that joe you got to get him one all right <laughs> jordan, jordan michael jordan thinks we need a will flexing sound effect flex i love that <laughs> i wouldn't hate it you wouldn't <laughs> No cap i think we need a will sound effect <laughs> yes Yes, my God, yes. Oh, man. No cap, How kids. do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so we also wanted to touch on some of the things that were asked and answered about Zach Levine and the upcoming free oh, agency God. to and by our tourists I love him during so. his press conference yesterday. Love him so. so we will get to that next. Uh, Big Dave. Yes, sir. Shout out to our friends at Owen, if you would. Oh, I shall shout them out. Because everybody should know more about this wonderful product, the 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do, as you do, and as you in the back do. All right? All of their products, free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, easily digestible. It goes down smooth, baby girl. And... QB1, Justin Fields, down with Owen. All right? That's all. I mean, what else you need? What else you need? Uh, that's that pass. Run. Caught. Drink. Done. Owen, baby. And now, 
We're going to give you 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. Use that code CHGO20. That's 20% off your first purchase. Just go to liveowen.com, y'all. CHGO20. You will be hooked up. So join me, join Matt, join Will, join Joy, and most importantly, join QB1 Justin Fields in trying Owen. You know why? Because Owen's a win. Mm. In the face. Love that. That's where it goes. In the face. While you were uh, reading those beautiful words for Owen, one of our lovely sponsors, I've just been sitting here watching Joey's workstation on our monitor. Oh, he's getting to it. He's doing work on uh, something (laughs) that I think should never see the light of day. This is a t-shirt. This is honestly the best part of being back in studio. I'm not that I get to watch Joey go to work. Watching Joey work is is truly incredible, (laughs) bro. This is a (laughs) t-shirt. Like, put that on a shirt right now. No, I refuse. I do not want all kinds of angry people in my mentions. Tears no of cat. rage. No Tears cat. of rage. Because no most cat. people won't understand that the joke is that I would never say that. But see, that's the that's the point. You, you know, if you're in, you're in. If you know, you know. That just puts you down with CHGO even more, baby. Mm. Because you in on the inside joke. You in on the coolness of what that joke is, man. No oh. No cat. Oh my god. No cat for uh, Matt. Yeah, so no cat Matt. I just saw somebody in the comments real quick before we get to Zach uh, on Dale and Terry. Someone saying, you know, Demar needs to invite him to those five a.m. workouts. Will you asked Dale and Terry that, and the answer was, well, I don't know. I haven't talked to Demar quite yet. And if I'm invited, I'll go. Basically. Basically. Yeah, I was a little disappointed by that. Yeah. I wanted I wanted Demar to like be ringing his phone as soon as I mean, the. As soon as the announcement was made, mm. inviting him out to L.A. for the 4 a.m. wake-ups. Uh, but it sounds like he'll be hashtag in our building this summer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I think they they also, you know, probably they being the Bulls, like, want to put him through certain workouts. Yes. And, like, you got to walk before you can run. Correct. Right. Correct. And so I think that's kind of what's going on here. I do think a lot of the Bulls players will be back in the uh, Advocate, Advocate Center this summer. I know Iowa will spend some time here. Yeah. I imagine DeMar will be back for a little bit. Why wouldn't you want to be here in the summer Seriously. when it's actually nice out? So hey, uh, they'll, they'll spend some time in L.A., but I think they'll be back here for a bit as well. Yeah, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't have any problem with him not inviting him there, but I did kind of want him to call him and say, yeah. hey, man, welcome to the team. You know what I mean? I did kind of want that. It's not a big deal. I mean, you know what I mean, but I did kind of want that. DeMar was an incredible vet. Yes. To the entire team and especially the young guys last season. There's Correct. no reason to believe that he won't be next season. Exactly. Too. Exactly. That's why um, I say it's not a big deal right. at all. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. So the back end of this press conference introducing Dale and Taylor was basically people just taking turns peppering AK about Zach Levine. <laughs> um before Zach specifically, he did answer a couple of questions about just generally improving the roster this offseason mm-hmm. and how they might go about trying to do that. And he said some things that Bulls fans might not love in, in that they sounded like a guy who's ready to run it back, if you want to put it that way. Um, the group has only been here since October. We're still trying to get used to how to play with each other. I think the start of the season last year was really positive and exactly how we want to play. Mm. The goal for September is for the whole roster to be healthy and ready for the season. Yeah. I, I hear that and I have no problems with it. Mm-hmm. I, I hear that and I think some Bulls fans might not love hearing that because they're hoping for 
bigger things on Thursday. Speaking of bigger things, we just got a little Woj bomb here <laughs> on the uh, on the show. Yes. Uh, there it is. Wait for it. Tony Bradley exercising his $2 million player option for next season. Mm. Breaking news. Hooray. Good for him. And Hooray. that's no surprise. I mean, no, right. frankly. I believe his deadline on that decision was tomorrow. If, yeah. He's not getting more than the minimum on the open market. And the minimum is like one point, like one or two. So you got the extra money. Uh, Dave will have to wait to throw Tony Bradley in the van. I have no problem. I'm patient. <laughs> very, very, I, I waited through Felicio, bro. <laughs> I'm patient. It's cool. And it's, I mean, oh, it's yeah. two million. It's not, yeah. it's not eight million. Yeah, it's, it's two mil. You know, like, again, I'm not, uh, I have no problem with any player getting their money. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, he's going to get his money. Uh, will he see the court? Is the question. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Steven yeah. Adams says no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to see that court. But, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with opting in. You know what I mean? Fine. That's cool. You know, take a nice seat. You know what I'm saying? On the bench. And, yeah, you know, jump some rope with Matty Legend. And, you know, it'd be all good. It'd be all good, man. But, yeah, Tony Bradley's back. So, yeah, that domino has fallen. Now let's get to the bigger domino, which is that who you're reading yeah. about, sir. Young so, um, real quick before we get to Zach. Either of you guys surprised or take issue with AK talking about continuity being the focus this offseason? No, um, it's been his plan from the beginning. Uh, it's continuity with, for the team. Uh, he wants to run it back. And again, everything, every time I think of something they do, it, it makes logical sense. I'm like, okay, he looked at the team. He saw when everybody was healthy, the Bulls were the best team in the East, record-wise. They were the best team in the East when everybody was healthy and everything was together. So why wouldn't you say to yourself and, – and it's also the reason they didn't make real moves at the deadline is because AK said, well, everybody's injured. I'm just waiting for everybody to get back, and then, you know, we'll run it back. They weren't expecting Lonzo to be out the rest of the season. So, yeah, I think he's just running with that. He's like, I saw what we look like. Let me see it again when we're healthy and see if we can run that back and do some things. Now, if within that time it doesn't look good, while they're healthy, then I think moves will be made, and then I think he'll start doing some things. But, yeah, I, no, I have to answer the question. No, I have no problem with saying he needed continuity. In the sense that there's just no way he's going to say anything else. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me at all. But as the summer goes on, I am starting to feel a bit of a sense of urgency Ooh. to make a move here because if you think about it, like, the Bulls' window to be competitive is – the next two years while DeMar is under contract mm -hmm. and not, you know, too old yet. Mm -hmm. And so I, I totally agree with what you said in terms of he wanted to evaluate the roster mm -hmm. and then he made all of his moves. And now it's like you've got to evaluate this part of the roster before you make more moves. Mm -hmm. So I get why they're doing that, but there is a window here. And to, for example, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but like the Rudy Gobert thing, just as an example – if you are to wait for a better deal to come along, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but now you've also wasted that segment of DeMar's prime here. Yeah, ooh. And so I do think mm. there is a bit of a sense of urgency, but as I said, I mean, he's not going to go on, you know, 670 in the morning or at a Bulls press conference and say, yeah, we're shaking it up. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Bye, Vooch. Shipping him out. Which, thanks, uh, for, thanks for playing. Right. Um, uh, that's most often the general vibe of AK's meetings with the press conferences uh, and the media is, uh, I'm holding most of my hand. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not giving a whole lot away, uh, which is, this is, I love this. So, Joey, can we take a look at the original response from AK? He was asked 
collectively, I think, three times about Zach Levine at this press conference yesterday. His answer the first time was, we've been very open that we hope that Zach is here for a long time and nothing changed. <laughs> That's answer one. That's my favorite. Then our guy, after some more talking to Dale and Terry and talking to Billy Donovan about Dale and Terry, comes back and hits AK with a follow-up saying, so between Zach's successful knee scope and the structural integrity that you saw on the MRI midseason, mm -hmm. are you confident extending a full five-year contract to him? <laughs> AK's response, quote, I think he's going to be healthy, and I think he's progressing great. And like I said, looking forward to free agency. Casey, follow-up, follow-up, <laughs> dot, 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 and confident extending a full five-year offer to him? AK answer, quote, I'm confident. Quote. With, with a little with, smile. With the yes. greatest smile yes. I have ever seen. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of that. I love that so much when he said that. I, and I played it back <laughs> when he said that. I was like, look at his face. My God. I, yes, this is the dude, man. I love this cat right Did now. Did you read like that in the room, Will? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but but it, was the only, it was only the second funniest moment of the press conference. Oh. The first being... Sam, Sam Smith, Smith asked oh, a question yes. from Zoom yes. to Billy Donovan, and yes. Billy just straight up was not listening. Right. I thought and he was like, uh, can you repeat the question? I was not listening. Right. And then they had that awkward back and forth where Sam was like, oh, that's okay. Like, I, I'm used to it. You never pay attention to me. Right, right. And then Billy gave his answer, and Sam was like, can you say that again? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, right. It was so great. <laughs> Shout out Sam Smith. I love What that, a legend. Man. But you know why I also liked it so much? Because it was honest. Yeah, like he, he was straight up like, mm -hmm. yeah, dude, I wasn't listening. My bad. Wasn't and then so af after a little bit of a pause, after s the second I'm confident, he said, again, basically in subtext, guys, it's not Thursday yet. Right, right. I'm confident. Are you this trying Thursday. to lo lose me another second right, exactly. Pick. Like, we just got dinged for tampering <laughs> doing this shit a year ago. Right. Let's not do this. Pump the brakes a little bit and let's go through this. Yeah. But I love the way he's handling all of this, man. Like, it's just, it's, it's answering the question without giving you, like Will said, like, what do you want him to do? You know what I mean? Like, oh, guys, here's the breakdown. Here, <laughs> pass out the plan to everybody sitting out <laughs> at the press conference. Here, run that down. Here's the itinerary. Right. No, he's, and he's doing it in a way where he's not insulting you. You know what I mean? Well, he's not insulting your intelligence. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, we know you know. I know you know. But, you know, I can't say nothing, so here's a little bit of what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not insulting to the fan or the media members. That's when the issues come, when that, when that kind of thing happens right there. So I love that about it. I do. I know you. You know you. Yes. And I know that you know that I know <laughs> you. <laughs> shout, oh, out, shout out White Goodman. Shout out. Oh, my oh man. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward very much to this Thursday at yeah. 5 o'clock Chicago time Ooh. when this free agency window opens. I think for a while I, I was like, oh, we may not get a word on Zach Levine for the first several days, mm -hmm. maybe even a week. If he really does fly around from private jet to private jet, getting wine and dine for agency Thanks. style, mm -hmm. which I suppose still is possible. But I think it is more and more and more and more likely that what happens is maybe not at 5.01 on Thursday. Right. But shortly after that 5 p.m. window hits, 
we're going to get the official word. Yeah. Because in addition to that fun little game of subtext and cat and mouse that Casey Johnson and AK just played yesterday, I believe it was on NBA Today. Today? Woj, or maybe it was yesterday, or maybe it was a podcast appearance. I can't remember where. But Woj basically doubled down and was like, yeah, Zach's going to sign. Yeah. And he's going to sign a five-year to yep. stay with the Bulls, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. He said that's what he expects to happen. Expects- I used to believe everything Woj said until draft night, man. Oh, I'm, still, man. I'm still salty about that. Still but, hurt? still hurt? But he's – I mean, it's just the only – it's the only <laughs> logical outcome. It's Nobody's perfect, man. Outcome. Nobody's perfect, Will. He was, he was playing with us. <laughs> he was doing it on purpose. But, no, I mean – Zach's coming back. That's he'll, it. He'll be back. That's like it. like he said, the quote will, will move quickly. He thinks they'll move quickly to hammer out a long-term max contract. Expect Levine back in Chicago. That's what he's talking about. And that's whoa. So, you know, take we still trust him. I don't know about Will, but we still trust him. So <laughs> take that how you want it right there, man. But all signs point to what we have been talking about for months now. And Get ready for the laughter that's going to occur when that and contract look, is signed. <laughs> that that's only going to be an "I told you so" for those Bulls fans who are like, "Oh, Zach's gone." Right. right. Oh no, Levar Ball thinks he's gone. <laughs> he must be gone. There are still some out there who won't be satisfied with this news on Thursday, no, and no, we they need won't. to remind ourselves of of that. There are still, I believe, plenty of people in Bulls Nation who don't want to see Zach Levine sign on that dotted line for a five-year max so. on Thursday. That's, that's something we can't sweep under the rug. We know that some of you out there in Bulls Nation don't see Zach Levine as that kind of player when you talk about being a max contract player. Right. Sorry if that's going to be a bummer for you. Sorry we get. We a good are player. on board, and I think you yeah. all know that by now. Sorry we're getting a good player that that's, wants to be here and enjoys being here. And they helped build a team around him because he's really, really good. And other players showed up because he's really, really good and an awesome teammate and a great guy to play with and super tough and, and all that like, other stuff. There's no doubt. Like, if if it doesn't work out, if he becomes unhappy, if the Bulls can't win during the next two years when Demar is here, trade him. Yeah. Right. That that's a possibility. But you can't. You lose everything if you don't resign him now. Correct. Every everything, including <laughs> the ability to sign. Like, what are you gonna go do? Like. Sign, you just you still only have the mid-level exception. Play, I mean, immediately you don't sign players like, dude, y'all ain't signed Zach Levine. Who's going to want to come to Chicago and play if Zach goes? Like, you become less competitive. Yeah. Whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) I understand, Will. I understand. He's going to sign back. I'm very excited about it. That's the next domino to fall. Right. Yeah, can't and, wait to and watch. I'm I'll hoping that it happens soon out of the gate after that 5 p.m. start right time Thursday gate. so that we can be like, okay, good. Huge thing on the to-do list. Done. Done. And then we can move on and talk about, okay, what other fringe moves might exactly. the front office have planned in the coming days? Now, that's the thing. Are, are there any uh, fringe guys? They're actually – this is a class of a ton of, like, veterans that, that I think will be within that mid-level exception uh, range – a ton of guys that have like experience contributing on playoff teams. And I'm just uh, wondering if you guys have any names that you like that you think would fit in well. Well, Joey, that is a great tease for the episode that we did yesterday, in case you haven't listened to it. Because oh, wow. we spent a lot of time talking with our guy Keith Smith about some of those vets in that tier and which ones the Bulls might actually have a chance at signing. Which so is go why- listen to yesterday's yep, podcast. That's why and I asked. if you subscribe to allchjo.com, mm. You can read my top 15 targets that will be dropping tomorrow morning. Mm. And Flex. you can get a membership to CHGO 
and Will's amazing content by just making a $50 first-time deposit on That's honestly such a good deal. You pay and $50, which is like how much one of these subscriptions would cost. Mm-hmm. You get two free bets on points bet and a t-shirt and unlimited ability to read all my articles, which honestly is probably the best part Obviously, for the entire year. It's Undoubtedly. Just, Obviously. Check out those check new, out the new releases, baby. Yeah. Ooh, look at the flex. I ordered you're the like Skyline one and the Cubs one. not doing it. Yeah. It's I true. mean, you're you losing money bets. if you don't do this you deal. You get free bets. Silly. Free money, man. You get that. Hey, real quick. I just want to give this shout out. I, was, I did a podcast yesterday called uh, Physical Education. It was amazing. Uh, shout out to X. Shout out to Maid. Shout out to my man E. Uh, it's basically I sat around and talked music and played music from my collection. Oh, wow. For like you two hours. You must have a great time. <laughs> oh, it was the most fun time I've ever had on the show. And I can't wait to be back on. Y'all check that out, man. It's on. It was great. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was amazing. Just, yeah, check that show out. If you ever want to hear some of my musical collection and to hear, hear some stories and stuff like that. Go check it out. I had a great time. That's a flex. First person I go to <laughs> when I need a solid take or just information in the world of music. It does. Yeah. This guy right here. He does. He, co- he comes right to me. Like when, when Kate Bush came back out on everybody, came right to me with it. Yes. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. So we're adjusting our time on Thursday. We're going to wait. Instead of doing a show at 3 o'clock like usual, we're going to start at 6, an hour into free agency, and come on and talk about, hopefully... All sorts of crazy stuff that's happened, and the Bulls officially signing Zach to that deal. Um, tomorrow, we will be back here, same time, same place. Yeah. 3 o'clock Chicago time with a free agency primer, essentially. Tomorrow, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about anything and everything crazy that can happen when NBA free agency starts Thursday at 5. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Are, Are you, you excited, excited, Will? Can't wait. Are you Ooh. excited, Joey? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, are you excited? Oh, he's excited. He is. J- Wait, Jake, you excited? He's excited. He is. <laughs> Everybody here is excited. Everybody's excited. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Bulls underscore Peck. Pow, BAWL Sports. Bow. Won't Gottlieb. CSGO underscore Bulls on the Twitter machine. Thanks and shout to our pal and our producer, Joey. Incredible job as always. Never release that Photoshop you were working on during the show. Until tomorrow at three. Peace and love. Bulls Nation. See you, Red. Be good.